Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Hey, Dana, you ever had a DUI? (laughs) No, David, have you ever had a DUI? Thankfully, no. (laughs) Thankfully, no. I was terrified of alcohol and drugs when I was a kid. I don't know. Growing up in the 80s with, you know, uh, Nancy Reagan and the frying pan and the stuff, I was like, oh, no, no, got to stay away. So thankfully, that paid off. I didn't, nope, never, (laughs) never drove drunk. (laughs) Good. Yes. So what are we talking about today, David, in the Kick Some ADHD podcast? Hey, it's number 116, and it's driving under the influence of ADHD. ADHD. (laughs) Bam! (laughs) Hope it's not literally a bam. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's the, you know, they say, you know, speed doesn't kill. It's the sudden stop at the end. (laughs) (laughs) All right, David. Here's why we're talking about this, because I took a few long solo drives this summer. And I started to notice some things about my driving. And I'm thinking like eight, not thinking, I am eight hour drives. That's what oh, we yeah. do here in the, the West to get down to our my family's little log cabin. It's an eight hour drive. Okay. Um, and windy and roads by, and stuff, right? Like Yeah, two lane, some, yeah, two lane roads and for lots of it and passing people and... Um, Yippers. See, that sounds so much fun. Living in Florida, everything here is flat and straight. The roads are just boring as they can be. And yeah. so, although I did recently do a beautiful drive on the West Coast. And so I am picturing some of the scenery that you might have run across on your solo drive. Yeah. Yes, you did. And that is also one reason that I realized David's been doing some long drives as well. I have. Yeah. This is a fresh topic. I'm excited about this one. I'm I'm interested to hear what (laughs) you have to say. (laughs) Okay. So true confession time. During my years of driving, I have been at fault in two rather serious accidents and thankfully nobody was hurt. Oh, I'm glad. Um, Though I have totally totaled car and i have risked many many speeding tickets that and i've never gotten caught i talked my way out of a couple of them when i was young and cute um but i've never gotten caught and so i have a hiss and a lot of really close calls a lot of really close calls oh wow if of accidents um so my biggest adhd driving challenges are being inattentive being late, being distracted, okay? <laughs> right. I'm chuckling. What about you? I, yeah. What's your driving history, David? Okay, I've been at fault in one major accident. Uh, apparently, some guy was hurt, but, you know, he... Yeah, you know, that's a whole other story. But, no, it, but also, he, he had been... He admitted to having been rear-ended by someone, like, six months earlier, and so it, it just... I don't know. Anyway, I think he saw an opportunity to get some treatment out of it, but... Um, Actually, I, I, I would be hard pressed to blame it on ADHD. There's a there's a long story about it, but isn't that how it always works? We have a, we have a story, but um, uh-huh. I have had many speeding tickets in my life. The last one was probably more than twenty years ago, maybe about twenty years ago. I haven't yeah. had one in a long time, but like, I mean, one of my most treasured memories of a speeding ticket was the time that I was. 
speeding up Interstate 75 on my way to Georgia and reading a newspaper because I was just so bored. And so I had it stretched oh out God. across the, the thing in front of me and I couldn't see my speedometer. <laughs> I did see the cop and uh, he and I had a very interesting conversation. I didn't tell him about the newspaper. I, you know, I got rid of that, but. Oh, uh, David. Yeah. Oh, David. I that know. just reminded me of something. So you just were on the Southern California freeways, right? I, I sure was. <laughs> you sure were. Bless and you. that's where I grew up. Yeah. And I used to work in Long Beach and I'd have to go up to like El Segundo to play softball okay. after work. Mm-hmm. And I would change my clothes in the car oh, on the yeah. freeway. Oh, yeah. To end up from out of my business suit in stockings and the whole thing to my <laughs> softball clothes because I was always late while driving on the freeway. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've installed software. So similar to, to, to Southern California, <laughs> Orlando years ago, I was on my way to a software demo and, uh, and, and I was with another salesperson. We each had a laptop configured and mine was all blown up cause I was always tinkering with the software. And, and he told me his wasn't working. And I'm like, here, hand me your laptop. And I knew my way where we were going. And I reconfigured, I reinstalled Microsoft SQL server and <laughs> from the ground up, reconfigured his laptop while driving through Orlando to an appointment so that we could demo the software. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. I hadn't even thought of, oh my gosh, David. No, what? It's a wonder we're still alive. I mean, I guess, but you know, it, there's this, there's this thing about like having too many things to concentrate on. Like it's actually usually the problem is when you have too few to concentrate on, like you need to reach a point, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think our a behavior that we're admitting to probably isn't um, healthy. We I mean, that's maybe, that may be this. pushing the limit a little bit. Yeah, we should probably delete this and never release this episode. <laughs> yeah, probably, maybe. <laughs> or else we should ask drivers to send other listeners to send in their driving. Yeah, things. dear listener, what if, yeah. And, and I've had very, so, I mean, I, I did, like I said, I had a lot of speeding tickets. But one of the best things I ever did, honestly, was switch to motorcycles. Yeah, you know what the best thing I ever did? Hmm. Was switch to a manual transmission. Yes! Same. I, when I went back to a cage, that's what I did. I got a, I got a, um, sorry, that's what we motorcyclists refer to a four wheeled vehicle as a cage. Okay, um, I didn't know what you were talking when about. I went back okay. to a cage. I got a, I got a stick. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and this was just all, it had, was happenstance. Of course, I bought a car when I was in college that I, because my other car was so awful that I, my first car I bought, it kept just breaking down on the side of the road everywhere. It wouldn't, it couldn't go, even go a hundred feet oh, no. without crash, without breaking that. Anyway, so I bought a new car, not a new car, a very old used car that was a manual transmission. I had no idea how to drive it. Oh, perfect. Cool. How did that go? <laughs> well, you know, eventually I learned how to drive stick. Yeah. But it was, I mean, who else buys a car they don't even know how to drive? Oh, I would totally do that in a heartbeat. I mean, I know right. how to drive anyway, now, but yeah. I, and I had no idea. I was, what, 18, 19 at the time, but I had no idea that, oh, suddenly I'm no longer having those close call rear ends oh. that I was always having because you have to, you're listening. There, you're, this is your thing, David, where you have to have multiple stuff going on. Yeah. You're, when you're driving a stick, you have to be listening to the car. You've got to be moving your hand. You've got to move your feet. You've got to be paying more attention. It's true. Yeah. No, it engages you at a whole different, this is why I love motorcycling right. for the same reason. Yeah. You know, you, they're yeah. all manual transmissions. I think you can like really look and find an automatic, but they're very rare. 
So, but, but that, and also just the awareness of all of the vehicles around you, because your life depends on it. So like, you know, you right. tend to be a little more alert. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so that is, this is what we're talking about today. All right. So we want to take a broader look at how ADHD influences driving. Oh boy. Now we have research. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I first started looking at this. It was about 15 years ago. And there was a Canadian study about ADHD and driving. And researchers noticed driving with attention deficit increased the incidence of traffic collisions, speeding tickets, and drunk driving. I can't imagine why. (laughs) Imagine that. I mean. Imagine that. Wow. Yeah. And then the Journal of Neural Transmission. Can you imagine? Um, There's some, I mean, it's amazing. So much irony. Yeah. Yes, and yes. Anyway, uh, 2017, they did a huge review of a whole bunch of studies about ADHD and driving. And there's this big article that's very complicated anyway, with an overview of all these studies. And they're answering whether individuals with ADHD have shown increased levels of unsafe driving behavior. And um, what co- they call it cognitive dysfunctions. Oh, how very rude. Much, of indi- so rude. I know, with individuals with ADHD and how it's related to unsafe driving and whether medication improves the driving behavior of adolescents and oh. adults living with ADHD. Okay. Uh, so, okay. I mean, okay, yeah, I'm going to shut up. I want to hear... <laughs> Okay, so so everyone just bear with us. This is a really long list. Oh, no. Now, and the short form of the medication, yes, it helps. All right, but that to me is a, well, yes, medication helps. Yeah, and but it's a stimulation thing. So if driving a man, manual and transmission, what I was doing was stimulating my brain. Absolutely. David and his motorcycle, what he's doing is stimulating his brain. And loud heavy so metal music, same thing, right? Just like exactly. when I need to concentrate on work. I mean, you know, just like the loud music makes a big difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they did self-reported informant reports or official driving records. And they found that there were more traffic accidents, accidents on highways, more rear-end accidents while driving, more hit-and-run accidents, often at fault in an accident, more traffic citations for speeding, more reckless and risky driving, more license suspensions, and more driving-related anger and aggression. (laughs) So that's self-reported mostly, and driving records. Then they also studied driving simulations that people with ADHD had been put through. And so that's more collisions and crashes in the simulation, more speeding, more scrapes, poorer steering control, increased lane swerving, okay, more slower, like, more variable reaction times. Let me finish. More driving errors and more often fatigued. Is this Mario Kart? Because like I always scrrape stuff on like, you know, simulations. I mean, that's part of the oh, fun. It doesn't actually I cause turn any into damage. a mad woman when we're doing the computer driving games. Yes, absolutely. Or when we're or when we're at, you know, the the little race track things. Oh yeah, with you know, the, with the, the fun center with thing. the go karts and the stuff. Oh my god, I'm just become crazy. Oh, absolutely, because it's not mine, and I don't. Off, yeah. Oh man, absolutely. <laughs> Intimidate them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I grow horns and <laughs> and just become this monster, driving monster, and it feels so good. And Doesn't I realize it? that's what I'm doing when I'm driving. Oh, man. I, the worst thing yeah. ever is like when you've just finished playing like a car racing game on a computer and then you have to go drive. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A real car. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, wait. I can't actually scrape against stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't just 
pass them because I yeah, because I get my adrenaline is going so much and it feels so good. Oh, oh my man. god. Okay, we have more of this study from whatever that journal's I'm name sorry was. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> On road testing, they also looked at this: more collisions and crashes, more speeding, more driving errors, more heartbreaking, more sudden deceleration, and more weaving of the car. Yeah, it sounds right. Okay, I mean, so telling us that we do all of these things and then take medication to stop it, I mean, that to me only goes so far. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, tell me something I didn't know. <laughs> tell me something I didn't know. Or get a manual transmission. Although I will right. say this I, I about medication. I love having an Adderall prescription when I have to do long car drives. Because I used to love it. I'm telling you. I, and I don't know if this is just because I'm getting older or if I if I just am so much more exhausted now in this stage of my life than normal. But man, I can I can really start to my eyelids start to sag on a boring drive. And Adderall is the best. <laughs> yeah. Keeps you yeah. awake, man. Wow. The um, big car crash where I totaled my boyfriend's um, anniversary special Trans Am against a, against a telephone pole. Oh. Um, well, it was clearly in your long. way, the telephone pole. I mean, <laughs> well, I fell asleep. We were did. coming back from oh. a party, oh, no. and you know, it was midnight or something. And I was driving because my boyfriend was drunk. And Smart. Um, for you to, and so I fell driving. asleep and totaled the car. Mm. And the cops, when the cops finally came, he said, You probably would have been better if the drunk had driven. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. And I laugh now. It was awful. And thank oh, you. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Oh, it was fine because I really needed to get rid of him. And he didn't see the value of keeping me around much after that. <laughs> after, that um, after the loss of that car. The, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And uh, we could we figured out who he liked more, me or his car. Um, anyway. Good um, to know. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say something. Oh, you know what I've realized in driving long drives hmm. is I've talked before about how dairy makes me, and sugar make me sleepy yeah and we used to you know i used to get a latte with milk or i'd be eating chocolate chips or whatever as my road snack since i've stopped doing that i don't get sleepy anymore driving oh that's good that's really good yeah. to know yeah. yeah anyway we digress okay so let's Talk about our ADHD driving risks and combine one or more of them and it becomes even worse. But what I want to do here is look at our specific symptoms. Okay. So instead of this broad thing about all the horrible stuff we can do is let's look at the symptoms and how it impacts it. That's good. Like and then that. we still have to look at our risks and what we're going to do about it. But okay. So right. impulsivity, that's a big one. Yep. For sure. Yeah. You know, pulling out in traffic when it isn't safe, or turning in front of oncoming cars, or having that one more drink when you're driving home. Oh, I can, you know, oh, yeah, it sounds good. Let's just do it. Right? Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, so that impulsivity is a big one. And, yeah, being late. Oof. Being late. Yep, because you try to make it up on the road. Yippers, speeding, tailgating, getting angry, pushing the yellow. It was orange. It wasn't yellow. It wasn't red. It was orange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ossifer, I'm colorblind. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's one that we can really work on is, okay, 
Start earlier. Learning to be on time. Exactly. Learning to be on time. Yeah. The steps of being on time and getting places on time, a part of that is getting very realistic about how long it takes you to get somewhere. That's true. Yep. And how long it takes you to get ready and get out the door. And not being, and and avoiding those impulsive yeses. Yeah, for sure. Right. Or the one more things. Easily distracted. The conversations, you're paying attention to the radio, you know, the kids, you're are fighting in the back seat and you're turn around and hit them while you're driving, that kind of thing. <laughs> now, here's what I've noticed here. When I am driving my family, I don't get distracted. Interesting. Right. However, when I'm driving with a friend, I get very distracted and I do bonehead stuff. And I'm starting to suspect that a couple of my friends no longer want me to drive them <laughs> They start making other suggestions for you, like, hey. Right, like, I'll meet I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. How about I drive this time? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's happening enough that I'm thinking, huh, because I'm probably scaring the hell out of them. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I, I, um, I, the best thing I ever did, I was 20 years old when I took the Motorcycle Safety Foundation course, which teaches you especially in Florida. I don't know if they teach it the same way in other states. But in Florida, you have to make the assumption that all of the elderly drivers around here are actually just aiming for you because it's safer (laughs) if you assume that they're aiming for you because then you'll drive in a way that keeps you safe. But they teach you some techniques like in like, you know, driving ed. I I remember they taught you to scan like a a five second path of travel or something. In motorcycling, they teach you to to scan a 12 second path of travel. You're trying to predict what the traffic is doing 12 seconds away from where you are right now. And it's just a whole different mentality. And that actually set me up. I don't tend to get distracted while driving. Even if I was reading a newspaper, (laughs) which I did. Well, that's good. That's uh, good. No, it's true though. It's it's an interesting deal. That is interesting, David. And what I've realized is I've got to be extra aware when I'm driving with someone, not with a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Someone that would distract you, potentially. Yeah. I mean, I've done really stupid things. <laughs> like get lost, take the wrong turn on a drive that I have done umpteen bazillion times over 30 years. Yeah. And that, boy, what proof do you need that you weren't actually paying attention, right? And then when you realize you got <laughs> there, lost on a familiar drive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Not lost, but to oh yeah. here. Oh, look at this little cute neighborhood we're driving through. Something shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah. yeah. So pay, pay attention. Um, we have difficulty paying attention. You know that dra- daydreaming, and everybody does this, where you get to where you're going and you don't even remember the drive. I have no clue how I got here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's something I believe everybody does. However, ours is magnified. Yeah. Okay. Ignoring details, rolling through those stop signs, wandering out of your lane, even if you're not doing anything else. And that was one of the things they talked about in the studies is, you know, weaving through different lanes and things. Oh, man, I had a rental car that had a lane detection system in it, and it kept trying to wrestle me. <laughs> like yeah. it, would, it would try to. The dumb thing was it was recognizing every exit as a as though i were deviating from the lane i'd be driving the right hand lane and it would see the exit lane and it would think and so it would try to steer me that way and i'm like oh, now i'm in a wrestling match with this stupid car but it, <laughs> it did it sometimes when there wasn't an exit too so yeah i think that technology is just not 
quite there yet. Not my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So those details, you know, and and how do we automatically learn to pay attention to details? Well, it's harder to and being aware that you know there oh look stop sign i need to stop yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that impatience um, mm. frustrated with the slower di- drivers dangerous passing this was really what made me realize i need we needed to do a podcast on this because on my long drives i was i did what i would do when I when we go to the little fun racetrack things at the fun center <laughs> is but I'm doing it in my car yeah with real live humans with and real other... cars and real live humans and semis and things you yeah. know and I've got this and it's just this energy it's like yes I do grow horns and <laughs> and start to wildly think I have to be the one in front this is good to know when whenever it is that we meet up in person I'm driving <laughs> You probably will be. Yeah, I, I have a feeling you're not going to let me drive because it's this thrill, that love of the rush, but it's also the impatience. Yeah, unless we rent motorcycles and then you can ride a motorcycle. And, you know, yeah. Um, I'm not. I did that once, and oh, I forgot about that crash. Oh no! It was on a on a Vespa. Um, I crashed and uh, broke my toe and. Had, we had to pay lots of money to get the rental Vespa fixed. Oh, no. I forgot about that one. That's a bummer. Yeah, you're not getting me on a motorcycle. Sorry. Well, oh, well. No. Okay. So what do you have to add, David? What do you think? What are your driving risks? Uh, you know, <laughs> have I covered them I there? Mean, I think we... <laughs> I think I Other admitted... than I'm never driving you anywhere? <laughs> no, I actually wouldn't care if you drove. It'd be fun. I I um, I don't really have much to add. I think I've already admitted everything in, in on this show that I would never have wanted to admit in public anyway. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, it becomes... It, I think phones make it worse these days because there's so many different ways to be distracted by a phone. But... Um, but I think you, I think you just have to. It's like you said. It's, it's just being aware and being honest with yourself. And um, I also would just add, just go take the motorcycle safety foundation course. Even if you don't plan to ride ride a motorcycle, it'll change your life. Oh, really? <laughs> Absolutely. But don't you have to drive a motorcycle to take the motorcycle? There's a, there's a classroom portion, and then there's a road portion where you're actually it's just a parking lot. But um, yeah, so you 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 don't have to do both if you don't want to. I mean, you'll want huh. to because it's fun scares me i'm a little bit of a chicken yeah i know that's why the class is so great they, they really they really do a good job of 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 not just teaching you the strategies but also scaring the living crap out of you so yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah huh. interesting okay listeners so we've got you've noticed there's not a lot of answers here we usually give you <laughs> answers for stuff what I want you to actually think about is be honest. What's your risk when you drive under the influence of ADHD? What do you need to pay more attention to? Um, and and don't fall for what so many people do is, oh, I'm a great driver. Yeah. Yeah. This is an area where lying to yourself just really isn't helpful. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you notice your friends always are meeting you places... Or offering to drive you instead, even if it's taking them way out of the way, you might want to pay attention to your behavior. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Wow, this is good. This is good. This has also been quite enlightening, Dana. (laughs) 
you're finding more out about me this week than you ever wanted to know, aren't you, David? I mean, I don't know about whether I wanted to know it. It's just like, yeah, it's an interesting set of revelations here. Yeah. And I have a feeling if I think about it a little more, I'll uncover more crashes. and. Yeah, see, I didn't things. have time to prepare for this one. So I'm sure I'm forgetting important stuff. Like the time we <laughs> rode motorcycles in a hurricane, you know, for example. Oh, yeah. My dad. Why not? I, yeah, that was fun. Did you live? I did. Um, my motorcycle no did problem. not. Oops. <laughs> it got, did it fly away? It got crushed by a 70-foot tall pine tree while I was helping my dad get uh, unstuck from the mud he got stuck in <laughs> in a ditch. Yeah. Well, you know, that's probably a good thing. I wasn't on it when the, the when the tree fell. Absolutely. Right. I agree. Yeah. No, it, it, oh, it drilled right. a two-inch hole in the seat, right? right? It would not have been good. <laughs> oh, scary stuff, David. Yeah. But hey, we have stories to tell, and that's a much longer story. But but that's you know, and stories are fun. Yeah, aren't they? We get stories. That's the thing. You know, when you have ADHD, you end up with stories to tell. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Enough frivolity for the day. Except we want to hear from you, dear listener. What stories do you have to share? It's episode one sixteen. Absolutely, all your (laughs) close calls. Find it on the web at kicksomeadhd.com slash 116, the three-digit episode number. And you can leave comments there. You can also, you know, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. We, we want to hear about your driving shenanigans. Not shenanigans, sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh shenanigans. is let's, Yeah, we're just, because we could get really sad and scared and upset about this. But yeah. let's not. Yeah. But let's hear your thoughts. Let's not and say we did. There we go. Yeah. All right. Go out and kick some ADHD. Y'all have a great, great rest of your week. We'll catch you next time. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.